Hi, welcome to Pray Together. I'm Lori Hatcher. And I'm David Hatcher. We're the authors of a new devotional book called Moments with God for Couples, 100 Devotions for Growing Closer to God and to Each Other. Today, we wanted to talk about the benefits and the blessings of having a couple's devotional time, a time of spiritual connection and prayer. David, we have enjoyed the blessings of a regular devotional time together for probably more than 20 years, but we haven't always had this regular devotional time together. We were like probably most couples. We knew that it was important to read the Bible together and to pray together, but somehow we just couldn't figure out how to make it happen. Every year for Christmas, we gave each other a new couple's devotional book. We'd start out on January 1, reading the devotion in January 2 and January 3. And before you know it, we weren't reading it again. Or we'd try to read it in the evenings, and one or both of us would fall asleep. We'd try it in the mornings, but we weren't consistent with it. But about 15 years ago, 20 years ago, something changed. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I remember that. Life just happens and we get busy. And if you don't really just set aside some time for it, because if it's important, you need to set time aside for it. My wife decided I get up at four in the morning and have to be at work very early. And my wife didn't. We had babies at that time, so it was hard on her. But she decided that she would get up with me. Not at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And six of breakfast so that we could read. She would read while I was eating. And when we finished eating, we would pray together about our day. And she would let me know about her day. And I would have things to pray about for her all during the day. And at the end of the day, we would ask each other how our day went and what happened with those prayers that we prayed. Yes, just that one simple question. How may I pray for you today? Unlocked something special in our marriage. You know, we'd fallen into the old habit of, well, how was your day? Fine. How was your day? Fine. But we really weren't communicating. But by asking each other that question, how may I pray for you today? And then praying for each other, all of a sudden we had a connection point, didn't we? We did. And it made a difference in our day and in our marriage. I think it was really used by God to knit our hearts together with his and with each other. I discovered that during the day, I would think about you. I would think about the the things you would ask me to pray for. And I would pray in the middle of the day. My love for you just being kindled and warmed because I was supporting you in prayer. And and you've said the same thing. Studies have shown that women buy most of the devotional books that most couples maybe think they know they should have a devotional time together, but they just don't make it happen. What do you think is the struggle that men have with having a devotional and a prayer time with their wife? Well, for me, and and probably a lot of men might can identify with this, is I was just lazy, and I didn't want to put forth the effort. I wanted to go work hard and provide for my family and come home and just shut down. And that's not a biblical approach. 
And I think that a lot of that has to do with, I never really had that modeled for me growing up. My mom and dad loved me and they did the best they could, but they did not have a lot of spirituality within our house. And I never saw my dad pray with us other than maybe for our food or to go to bed at night. And certainly not with my mom. And my mom would take us to church, but my dad wouldn't go. And so I think a lot of us as men have never had that model. So we don't know how to do it. We don't know what it looks like. And it was awkward at first and kind of seemed a little canned. But, you know, as we got into it and it became a habit, I really started looking forward to it every day. I think that's probably in large part why we said yes when our Daily Bread Publishing asked us to write a couple's devotional because we knew what a joy having good resources that are easy to use, that invite conversation, that are kind of a plug and play for that devotional time rather than maybe feeling the pressure of having to open the Bible and expound on it. Instead, we chose good quality devotionals written by wise men and women. And it was it was right there for us. And the thing I like about this one here that we have written is that it's not presented in a way that someday you could be like us. But it's about we're frail, sinful human beings trying to do the best we can, but we have a great God. And God taught us all these lessons, and he can teach you. But we have to be committed to be able to spend time in his word and spend time in prayer for that to happen. Right. Now, how much time are we talking about here? Are we talking about 30 minutes a day, an hour a day? What? How much time would you say we spend connecting with each other and with God in the mornings? Oh, no, nothing like that. I would think we probably spend five to ten minutes each day in the morning. We we may read for a few minutes, and then we close, and we, we share prayer requests, and we pray for each other. But, you know, maybe ten minutes, and some mornings it may be a little bit more, but I always still have to leave to work at the same time. So we keep it short, but it's not so much about the quantity as it is about the quality that we're having with each other each morning. So you would agree that 10 minutes a day or maybe even five minutes a day can really transform a relationship if we spend time in God's word with each other and in prayer. I know that it did for us. Yes, it did. It did. Now, you said that you did not have role models growing up for how to lead in family worship or how to lead in prayer, but there was somebody very special in your life who was a role model, you wrote about her in devotion number 22 in Moments with God for Couples in the devotion called Waging War on Our Knees. Would you read that devotion to us? Yes, it's about my sweet, precious Granny B. And it goes like this. I knew if no one else was praying for me, Granny B was. A fiery Pentecostal with a beehive hairdo. She loved the Lord and she loved me. When I was a teenager, I struggled for acceptance and used drugs and alcohol to fit in. 
I'll never forget the day my friends dropped me off home so drunk I could barely stand. Granny B was visiting from North Carolina, opened the door and let me in. She didn't say a word, just prayed harder than ever. When I surrendered my life to Christ, I couldn't wait to tell Granny B. I said, Granny B, guess what? And she looked into my eyes and said, you got saved, didn't you? She flung her arms around me and squeezed me so hard the breath left my lungs. Then she raised her hands, lifted her voice in praise and did a happy dance right there in the middle of her kitchen. Granny B used one of the most powerful spiritual weapons available on my behalf, a weapon capable of demolishing spiritual strongholds and cutting through the lies I believed. She knew, as the Apostle Paul did, that we do not wage war as the world does. Lori and I continue Granny B's legacy. Every morning we pray for our children, grandchildren, and future generations. We ask God to draw them to himself in salvation, conform them to his image, and use them as lights in this dark world. We believe God will continue the good work in our family that he began with Granny B. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5 says, The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And one step closer, did you have a family member or friend praying for you before you came to Christ? Consider the impact their prayers had on your life. Even if no one prayed for you, to your knowledge, you can be that person for someone else. If you don't already commit to praying together regularly for your children, grandchildren, or other young people who need the Lord. That's a great point. And David, you are just a beautiful product of your Granny B's faithful commitment to prayer. And we want to be that for our children, our grandchildren, for future generations, the people in our lives. Now, you've shared from a man's perspective the value of having a devotional time and a prayer time with your spouse I think it's time to hear the female perspective. Now, studies have shown that women are the ones that buy the devotional books, and there's a really good reason for this. They're wired a little bit differently than men. We talk about this perspective in devotion number 13, Better Than Sex. I have some of the most unexpected conversations with my dental patients because I've worked in the same office for more than 35 years. I've come to know my patients pretty well. Many are believers and we enjoy rich fellowship while I care for their teeth. When Courtney, a cute blonde who's been married almost 15 years, heard I was writing a couple's devotional with my husband, she said, make sure you tell the husbands how much it means to their wives when they pray with them. I asked her to tell me more. Kevin and I were reading a marriage book recently that said men feel the most secure and loved during times of physical intimacy, she said. I looked at him and said, that's the way I feel when we read the Bible together and pray. Sometimes it's better than sex. 
She laughed and shook her head. When he prays for me and with me, my heart melts, and I fall in love with him all over again. When we read the Bible together, I feel safe and secure. When God created marriage between a man and a woman, he designed it to be the highest human experience of intimacy. When Christians marry, God's presence adds a spiritual dimension to their physical and emotional intimacy. Their union isn't twofold, it's threefold. Some of the sweetest and most soul-satisfying bonding occurs when a couple relates to each other physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Psalm 145.18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. One step closer. When do you experience the greatest feelings of intimacy with each other? What hinders feelings of closeness? Share your thoughts, then pray together. Ask God to knit you together physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So David, we've shared what a devotional time and a prayer time together has meant in our marriage. Is there anything you'd like to add before we close? Yes, I would. Praying with my wife puts everything into perspective. All of the circumstances, everything that's happening to me, when I'm able to pray with my wife, it gives me a confidence that everything's going to be okay because we have cast these cares on our Father and we know that He cares for us. And we as men just need to step up. Yes, we, we maybe will feel awkward at first when we try to do these things. And, and ladies, let us be awkward. Let us get through it, even if we muddle through it, so that we can gain confidence in this. And there's a lot of great tools out there that you can buy that has everything laid out for you and encourages you. And before long, you'll be able to pray together without even using maybe a lot of these aids anymore because it will become habit for you. Faith is a muscle. Prayer is a muscle. And the more we use it, the stronger it gets with us and the more confidence that we can get. Because remember, our confidence is not in how well I pray or how thoughtful I am. It's in that the Holy Spirit takes our prayers before the Father and he presents them and God does the work. We pray and let God do the work. And if you want to have a great marriage, if you want to have a great family, I think you really need to be committed to praying and praying with each other and praying for each other. That's a great point and a great truth. I'd like to close just by reminding people that this does not have to take hours and hours. It, oh, no. We're not spending 30 minutes a day or an hour a day. Our reading, especially, that's why we design Moments with God for Couples to be short. You can read a devotion together in less than two minutes. And then our prayer time might take a minute or two. So less than five minutes to transform your marriage. Isn't it worth it to give it a try? Moments with God for Couples is available from Our Daily Bread Publishing, Amazon, and wherever fine books are sold. We would love to come alongside you as you experience the joy and the fruitfulness of a devotional and prayer time. 
David, would you close by praying for our listeners today? Father, I pray that you would help me and my wife, help us to, and others that are listening, Father, help us to be men and women of prayer. Father, help us to use the weapons that we have, Father, to break through these strongholds, Father, and to to go to war, go to battle for our families and for our marriage in prayer, Father. Help us to put our eyes upon you and seek you in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. I'm Lori Hatcher. And I'm David Hatcher. Good night.